right, here we go. Hi, hi, Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. As I'm recording this, it's Monday, uh, and more importantly, the Monday before Thanksgiving. And so I really kind of talk about this every year because I know that as we lead into the holidays, it can be a really stressful and painful and triggering time for so many of you. And the reason that is, is because, as I have said to you many times before, you and I, we are not normal. We are not the ones who, again, just settle. We're not the ones who just go to a nine to five job that mom and dad and your uncles and aunts, all of them can understand necessarily. We are taking our lives in our own hands. We are attempting to build not such traditional lives, right? Like we're not doing the norm. We're not doing what is expected or what has been expected by so many generations in the past. And so I talk to so many clients and I hear from so many women over and over again, how again, painful and triggering it can be to be around family, friends that don't necessarily get it. And so I wanted to make sure I did an updated episode on really just what I think that you need to remember and embrace so that you can navigate the holidays as smoothly as possible. And I think a lot of this is really applied to everyday life. But again, especially those moments where you are, you know, surrounded by family at a dinner table, right? Where again, you're getting questioned about this or somebody doesn't understand that. It can be so easy to take those negative emotions on. And I, like I said, I wanted to make sure that you can navigate it a little bit more cleanly and hopefully remember at the end of the day, what is the most important thing to you. And that is again, creating the life that you're setting out to create, even if people don't get it. And so I want to break it down into four different things for you and tips, however you want to say that. And the first one is what I've already said. And I've said it to you many times before, but I'll remind you again that you are not normal. You are not normal. In, especially when we're thinking about, again, somebody who is 50, 60, 70 years old, what we are doing, especially creating online businesses, having companies that we can operate off of our laptop, wherever there is Wi-Fi, the technology that is available, the money that therefore is available, you know, you saying to somebody, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars a month to somebody who has only worked their nine to five desk job. You sound delusional. You sound crazy. And that's okay. I want so many more of you to embrace the fact that somebody who has only lived a normal life probably doesn't understand your big, scary, abnormal dreams. And rather than taking that on, I want you to go into it again, embracing and remembering how outside of the box you are choosing to live and owning the fuck out of that. Because, you know, just like with different ideas, something I always like to say is leaders lead, right? I have so many clients who will turn around and share an idea with me that feels abnormal or, well, this can't possibly be right because nobody else is doing this. And I'm like, that's called innovation. That's, that's what people do to lead, right? They're creating things that haven't yet been thought about. They are creating solutions that are not yet available. That's why they work. Uber wasn't invented before Uber was invented, right? Like that wasn't a thing. Somebody had to sit there and say, Hey, nobody's doing it like this. I'm going to forge my own path. And 
again, it's so, I was gonna say funny. It's not funny, but it's always incredible to me when I hear from women who are again in this place where they have beautiful, wonderful, innovative, leading ideas, but because we are so, I don't know, conditioned to want to fit in. We are so conditioned to want to be like everybody else rather than kind of, again, go outside the box or, you know, ruffle feathers, however you want to say that, rock the boat. Because we're so conditioned for that, we make ourselves wrong for the brilliant ideas or the, again, extraordinary lives that we want to create just because, again, it's not like somebody who, you know, you went to high school, it doesn't look like their picket fence and three kid life, right? And so, all of that to say with this first point here, cause I could go on and on about that for a very long time. I just want you to, as you go into this, embrace the fact that you are not normal and make that a positive thing versus a negative thing. And the second part, which could probably be a combined part, but the second part of it and something that I'm always reminding people of, especially clients when I'm having conversations with them about this is that, well, here's the thing. I should say this. I feel as though I've been really, I don't know if I should use the word lucky, but the thing is, is I haven't had to deal with, when it comes to my personal life, I haven't really had to deal with a lot of like criticism or people making me feel like I was crazy or, you know, people not being supportive. I haven't really had to deal with that in my personal life. And that doesn't, that's not because everybody in my personal life is wonderful and gets it and is supportive and that like all of that. It's that I've just always been a guarded person. And so this is a kind of an example of where it worked out in my favor that I didn't feel like I had to kind of go around to each and every person and share with them what I was working on, especially because I knew that they probably wouldn't get it. But again, that was my way anyway. And so in that, in that way, I really haven't opened myself up to a lot of the criticism that I see a lot of my clients and people that I know opening themselves up to because I remember having a conversation with somebody, this was years ago, and I think I probably referenced it the first time I talked about this, but you know, she was sharing with me about how like my family doesn't get what I do and you know, my, my husband's family doesn't get it. And I'm trying to explain it to this person and then this person is criticizing that. And I'm like, if you know they don't get it, why are you so insistent on seeking their validation, right? Be okay with the fact that like it's your own little secret. Be okay with like, basically you're in on the inside joke and they're not like, I always say this, like, cause I never want to sound rude, but like, it's almost like laughing at other people. And I don't mean that in a callous, like, like looking down on them way, but if somebody is turning around and laughing at you, for example, because you're sitting there saying like, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars on my next launch and selling this digital program. And somebody is making you sound like what an idiot, like, like, like that's delusional or, or you're crazy for thinking that you can do that rather than you taking it on. It's a really great reframe to kind of feel like, oh, you don't get it. How, how sad for you or like how funny that you don't understand the inside joke, how funny that you kind of lost out on this, but I know what's true, right? You have to understand that you don't need the validation from again, somebody that doesn't get it. And rather than again, making it about you, right? You get to stand even taller and stronger in the fact that like it's their loss, right? It's their loss that they don't understand the world in which we understand. Because if we're just using that example of the hundred K launch, whether you have had a hundred K launch or you haven't, you've seen other people do it. 
I've done it. So you can say that you know somebody has done it. So right there, we're not, you know, sitting here trying to bring somebody back from the dead or something completely like insane and supernatural and impossible. It is possible what you're striving towards. So you know that, right? Again, factually, as I'm talking to you right now, factually, that that thing, the $100,000 launch as the example, you know that that is factually possible for you to do, for you to create, and anybody else that doesn't understand it, too bad on them. We're sorry for them. That sucks for them. It's not about you. And so again, I just want you to own and embrace what you know is possible. And if other people don't see it as possible, that gets to be funny and like lighthearted rather than something that brings you again, pain or something that you feel triggered or upset or less than because somebody else said something, right? It's about them and it's not about you, which is really my third point as well. Something that I want you to remember every single day of your life, but especially in these moments where, again, you're surrounded by people, lots more people than you probably normally are, right? But that is that anything that family, friends, trolls on the internet, whatever, anything that they are projecting onto you, right, in terms of something not being possible or maybe it is a moment where, you know, you, you feel insulted or you feel hurt, you don't feel believed in. Anything that is happening like that, most, most, most likely, it is about them projecting either their pain or their fear onto you, okay? So if we start with pain, you might be in a situation where you are striving to do something And, you know, your mom, for example, is kind of talking down to you about it or making you feel wrong about it or kind of like bringing up this feeling of shame in you. And obviously, especially as we're younger, right, that I think we obviously get this a little bit more as we grow, whereas at the same time, like when we were, you know, eight years old, we really, really, really didn't get it. And that's why those like that trauma kind of sticks with us. But something that is being projected to you in that way So often it's about the fact that that person is either in pain and they're having a hard time being happy for you, or they went through a similar kind of pain previously and they're projecting again, that onto you. It kind of, kind of is this feeling of like, you know, I got hurt in this way. It's like, kind of like when you hear somebody like break up with somebody and is like against men or like, all like in their anti-man moment and like, you know, men only want sex or men only, men only want this. And they're so, again, against the male species for that moment. It's not because males are actually bad or the male that you're seeing is actually bad. It's about the fact that like they're in pain and, you know, I don't want to say misery loves company because I I don't know, misery just sounds like such a fucked up word, but I think it's a good, I don't know, phrase there in the sense of like, so often when we are miserable, when we're in pain, it, something feels better in us. It's, it's subconscious, but so often something feels better if we can see other people in a little bit of pain or we can kind of bring somebody else into that pain. And so again, it's not so, so often it's not about them actually wanting to hurt you or wanting you to feel a certain way, a negative way. It's about, again, the projection of pain onto you. And so again, it's not that I'm ever suggesting that I don't know that it's not supposed to hurt or I'm not suggesting that then we just get over it completely and we forget that person because, you know, especially if it's somebody close in your life, I want them to be responsible for, you know, the hurt that they might be putting upon you. While at the same time, I just think it's so beautiful that even in those moments where you feel pain, even in those moments where you feel a lot of hurt, 
being able to reframe it and look at that person with compassion, it's not about them. It's about you freeing yourself and understanding that like this person doesn't think this about me. This doesn't, this person doesn't think that I'm not capable of this. This is again, simply about them and their experience and their fear and their trauma. And they're putting it onto me. And again, that allows you to free yourself in a way of again, not making it a heavier burden for yourself. And similarly, I just want to say like the same thing with fear, but don't forget how often people, especially if we're talking about around the holidays, we're talking about family here for the most part, your family loves you, your mother, your father, your sister, whoever, those people love you. And so, so often it might be misguided, but so often somebody is afraid for you and they don't want you to be hurt. They don't want you to be disappointed. And so they're attempting to ease the blow. They're attempting to like allow, not let you get your hopes up so that you can be hurt. And so again, that's where we have to get really good at separating what is actually true from what somebody is projecting onto you and as a simple note, and this is simple and it describes everything while at the same time it's so complex, the only thing that ever matters is your ultimate vision, your ultimate truth. This is something that I do a lot with my love coach. She's always constantly reminding me that no matter what, like your ultimate truth and your ultimate vision of what you want is the only thing that actually matters. And we come back to that, we come back to that because this is what you want. If this isn't living up to it, then we get to dismiss it. It's it's not good enough. It's not all the way there. Then it doesn't count. It doesn't matter, right? And so again, your ultimate truth, your ultimate vision for your business, for your money, for your success, you have that vision. You get you only get visions that are actually yours. You only get dreams that are actually yours. And so you get to hold the space for like that is the truth. That is where I know, like I know, like I know that I am. That's where I'm going, and nobody gets to interfere with that because you are so anchored in that vision, right? And so again, when you understand that, when you embrace that, the projections of fear and pain onto you, I'm not going to say that they don't ever sting or they don't ever get to you, but it gets easier to bounce back to again, the truth. And I want you to embrace that as much as possible and remember and practice that as much as possible. And so the fourth thing that I want to say is that, I, so I I know that like as entrepreneurs, right? I feel like we have this tendency to feel like we, a popular thing to like say, and a popular thing that I hear is people talking about the fact that like, oh, I just can't be friends with people with normal jobs. Or, you know, I want all of the people in my life to be, you know, like-minded and and they have their own business. And obviously there's lots of validity to that. I love being surrounded by other entrepreneurs, but I also think that it's a situation where we have to remember that just because somebody doesn't fully get what you do, that doesn't mean there's not still space in your life for them. And so I've shared this many times with clients, but I wanted to share it with you in that I have one friend who has been my friend for God, like almost 20 years at this point. And she is somebody who works a nine to five job, has zero concept of what I do, like doesn't understand it. We never really talk about it, right? So my assumption is that she doesn't understand what I do. And the thing is, is that I would not call this person, I wouldn't say that she's like the most supportive person when it comes to my business, 
But that's because I understand, like, and I'm able to compartmentalize the friendship and she's supportive to me in any way. Like if I needed anything, she would be there for me. I just know that like my business side of things, it's not something that we need to talk about. And I can kind of put our friendship in like a box and understand that like me sharing with her again, the ups and downs of entrepreneurship or, you know, my business goals, it's just not on the table when it comes to our friendship. And so that might be okay for some of you. It might not be okay for, for some, some of you as well. And like, obviously it's like per friendship, because again, what I want to be clear about here is that the difference is that she's never been not supportive. She's never like talked negatively about my business or goals or anything like that. She hasn't had issues that were like projected issues onto me that made me feel any negative type of way about my business. So to be clear, she's not overly supportive in the business context, but it's also just a situation because I know that that's the situation that I know that's what it is. And I compartmentalize the friendship. And so it also doesn't hurt me. It's just, again, I know what it is. I can put our friendship in that box. Whereas if I had a friend who again was making me feel like shit about what I write on Facebook or having that friend who didn't believe in what I was doing, that would be a completely different thing. And that's where we have to like look at our friendships and really kind of investigate if it's time to move on, if it's worth having this person in my life. But because again, this person does not bring me any sort of pain. We only have fun together because that's kind of what been the basis of our friendship. I'm completely good leaving it as is. And so I know I had said this earlier as well, but I just want to remind you that like not everybody is going to get it. And I don't know. I just, I want to stress again that I feel like I see so many people in so much pain and creating so much stress for themselves because they're trying to make people who will never get it, get it. And I want to remind you just how, I don't know how much easier life gets. And this is actually going to be the next episode, but how much easier life gets when you just allow people to be who they are. Right. And you see it for what it is instead of constantly trying to, I don't change them, constantly trying to make them into something that you want instead of just like kind of like being present in the situation and seeing it for what it is and either accepting it or walking away, but not being disappointed or not being frustrated because somebody you want somebody to be somebody that they're never going to be. Right. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit uh, over my mastermind. I had my mastermind clients here over the weekend, and we were talking about you know moments where we've had issues with family members, and you know you want to kind of like break all these things down, and you're hoping for this apology, you're hoping for this like this person to say something to give you that closure, quote unquote. And so often I find that it's something that they're never capable of giving you, and so embracing the idea that like you get to say what you need to say, you get to say your piece and that gives you peace. You're consoled by the fact that you've shared it and whether you receive the outcome that you want to or not, it doesn't matter because you feel better simply by taking the action. And again, I'm using that as an example because you sitting there being upset because your 70 year old uncle doesn't understand your sales funnel in the grand scheme of things is a little bit crazy right? Of course he doesn't get it and that's okay. And so I want you to like, just give yourself the opportunity and the, the peace of mind of allowing people to be who they are and kind of taking them at that level. Right. And again, just, that doesn't mean accepting bullshit. That doesn't mean accepting. That doesn't mean you accept pain or people being unkind, but 
you embrace that like this person showed you who they are and you get to decide whether it's for you or whether it's not versus again, attempting to force validation that is probably never going to come. Okay. And so I wish you, of course, a happy Thanksgiving if you're celebrating or if you're spending time with family, whatever, in any capacity, I don't care you know, what time of year you listen to this because all the points still stand in terms of you know, this entrepreneurial journey that we are on, it's fucking hard, it's up and down, it's abnormal, and it's confusing and bizarre to most people. And again, the more that you can just embrace that versus fighting it, uh, the happier and the more peace you will give yourself. And again, just like with every episode and everything I say to you all the time, that's what I want for you. I want you to be happy. I want you to be sane. I want you to be massively successful. And I want you to do it on your terms without feeling as though you have to resign yourself to chaos and drama and all of that because you don't, right? You can choose peace of mind in so many uh, situations. Not all, not all, but you can choose it often. And I want you to choose it. Okay. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.